0: We're recording. We have Will Tilmouth and Parina Anderson from Children's Ground. Will Tilmouth is Children's Ground chair, and Parina Anderson is involved in health promotion and research evaluation. Thank you both for coming into Karma this morning and having a yarn about early childhood education. Thank you. You've been nominated for an award at the Northern Territory Education and Care Awards. Uh, well, Tell us a little bit about how does it feel to be recognised for your work in this space? I mean, well, you're the chair. This is something that you've been involved in very deeply for many, many years.
1: Uh, firstly, I'd like to say um, it's quite enlightening, uh, the fact that we have been recognised. It's a celebration in many ways that at last. Aboriginal voices are being heard by an expert panel that has shortlisted us. It, it to me is a road that we've traveled and have strived to get to for a long, long time. And um, it's, it's of some relief that we're finally getting recognized for it.
0: So Perina, as a research evaluator and someone who's involved in health promotion, how does it feel for you to be recognized?
2: Yeah, now I feel wonderful and um, thank you to all the workers that put in the hard effort of getting us all there and being recognised and just want to say thank you for all the other people who's been nominated and everything else in that category.
0: Can you maybe tell us a little bit about your work that you do? What's what's involved in research evaluation for an organisation like Children's Ground?
2: Oh, yeah, it's a pretty big role that I've... um, in and uh, or do a bit of research evaluation going out to the community, you know, um, listening to their stories and their voices um, on what they want to achieve in the future.
0: And, like, take us through, like, a daily, what happens on a, on a typical day as a research evaluator. Do you speak to people involved in early childhood education?
2: Well, with my delivery, like I do um, health promotion as well. So I'll go out to one of the town camps and do a health um, bush medicine session with them. So I've created like a, like Tuesday sessions that I do um, bush medicine bath days with um, the community members, like um, early years as well. Like um, from zero to five uh, with the mums and bubs. So yeah, like I'm just engaging with the community getting them involved in, like, cultural knowledge practices in a way. And yes, we have that, um, because there were children's run. just that, um, strategy just working together with the community and just being part of, and being a yeah, part of the community and being the role model as well for the community. So,
0: Will, this might be a question for you. Can you tell us a little bit about what's been undertaken to get you to this point? Children's Ground has been around for many years now and there's been a wide breadth of work that Children's Ground do, but what underlies all that? What, what brings you to this point in being able to be recognised for your work?
1: Well, historically, First Nations people have been denied agency in their lives and choice in their lives. Uh, we had a system... Um, imposed on us in in many many ways in how we lived, where we lived, how our kids were educated, right down to how our money was um, expected to be spent. Uh, we've had prescribed solutions through our entire history, and early childhood education is one where we're an expert in in regards to. Uh, keeping our families strong, keeping our families' identity intact, keeping our language intact, keeping our our knowledge and and understanding of who we are and where we are uh, alive even to this day. And it's it's a role that has never been afforded to First Nations people in this country, and the old people want to retain that that ability to be able to have agency in the way that their children are taught. And through whatever culture you talk about around the world, if people will say, I want my child to, my grandchildren to be strong in their language, I want my grandchildren to be strong in their identity, I want my grandchildren to be able to walk proud in in this world, knowing who they are, where they're from, and and uh, what culture they come from and being able to then walk in two worlds with that identity intact and that's something that has never been afforded to us it's uh, been assimilation it's been uh, a process of uh, of um, you will do it our way or else you're destined to fail um, children's ground is not about that children's ground is about empowering families empowering communities but also supporting that child in its, uh, in its foundations of growth. So that child grows up a lot stronger, a lot more in tune with who they are, and um, ultimately be able to take on Western education. And it's, it's a godsend in one way that the recognition that we get today is, is about uh, two cultures living in concert with each other. Uh, We also have Western education in there with um, early childhood education in a traditional sense, but we also have Western educators who are very skilled at what they do as well working with us. So it's about building up that foundation within that child, not tearing it down as the Stolen Generation did. Because that's what they did. They, they took you away and they took away your identity, your country, your family mm-hmm. and took away everything that made, made you up. And that's the that's reason why Children's Ground exists today is because we want to retain what we had for 60-odd thousand years. We want to be part of the process and not be excluded.
0: How much of that process is important at those very early parts of a child's life, a First Nations child's life? Uh, You have been recognised for your early childhood education and this would mean that, you know, very, very early years of your life, it's obviously important to kind of infuse that culture, language, identity in in children. Could you just tell us about the importance of that?
1: Vitally important, vitally important. You know yourselves that kids are like, sponges they'll absorb everything and every anything that you can give them and if you give them the right stuff at the right time and and build up that foundation they grow up so much more stronger so much more empowered so much more confident in who they are you take that away then you destroy the child and that's one thing that children's ground is all about is building up that capacity within the family within the community but within the child, especially, the child is centre to everything that we do. Um, it, it's it's satellites around the child everything that we do. And uh, grandparents and uh, fathers and mothers are very vital in in the roles that they play around the child.
0: Perina, in your work, is that sentiment as well? Is this what you hear in a lot in your research, evaluation, and health promotion when you talk to people?
2: Yeah, pretty much. Well, the same. Like, well well we we like the children are learning through like um playing creating um storytelling dancing reading writing art and much more like they are learning in their first language and also in English as well like they are enjoying the education on their like country and in their communities children learn basically you know first thing they learn is from the ho- you know their home like First words and everything. So, yeah, families are the f- most valuable. have va- you know valuable people in their in ch- child's life, and families are involved in their like children's learning and development and socialising and yeah, making them economical strong in every way. It's not just what we want to do to achieve change; it's how we do it, the design, delivery, governance, and. Evaluation of our service delivery is underpinned by nine strategy principles, all of which they are key to creating and sustaining change with First Nation communities. So the first one, expect the best and deliver the best. Second one was start early with the little ones, stay with the children and grow with them until they are big. Work with everyone. A critical mass. Use and celebrate people's ability. Connecting everything, education, health, culture, identity, economic well-being. Always think about old ways and new ways of doing things. We are led by the children, whole of the community in communities.
0: I read that the uh, children's ground approach is a long-term strategy in terms of the work that you do, uh, one that expands over 25 years. Could you explain for our listeners about how that strategy works and what are the benefits in having a strategy that goes for that length in time?
1: The the strategy itself is one that uh, we're there for the long term. We're not there just for the one-hit wonders Mm. and the sweet notes of today. Um, we're, we're there for the long term and it's, it's something that um, we follow those children through education um, and those, those children um, will always be there knowing that they have that support behind them and what it is like, we talk about the community and the old people. The old people are dying off at a large rate of knots now and we need to be on board years ago Mm. trying to develop this uh, road to empowerment by uh, supporting the old people in their knowledge and giving old people, giving community ownership and control over the education that their children are taught and giving children the ability then to be able to feel confident enough to take on whatever they see as as where they want to go in life and and that's what it is it's supporting them all the way through this one old person hasn't got just one child to look after there's many mm-hmm. the responsibility of the grandmothers and grandparents there are many grandchildren and that's their is res- direct responsibility culturally to take control of and and you know that's the way it is, is mm-hmm. Its history is sixty-five odd thousand years, and to survive in a culture and a country as harsh as Australia, uh, you had to have a system that worked. This system works, and it's it's pointless, uh, you know, sending your child off to university, knowing that that child will never return again. It, it's not it's not something that you know I subscribe to, and um, many many. In, First Nations people around the world have seen people go off to university and become whoever they want to become, but never come home, never come back, never never know. They forget who they are, their language, their, their culture, their identity. And um, ultimately, at the end of the day, the community suffers for it.
0: Perina, I would actually like to get your insight. Tell me a little bit about how that long-term strategy is involved in research and the work that you do with evaluating that research.
2: So this twenty-five year approach aspire, aspires to excellence, recognizing that children, families, and communities who needs the most like deserves the best. That mm. they are they are the experts in their own lives, and that. It is their voices and talents that will create change.
0: I'd like to ask you, Perina, can you talk to me about why you enjoy doing <laughs> what you do? As Tell me a little bit about what drives you each and every day to improve the education of young Aboriginal people in the Northern Territory, or Central Australia even more specifically.
2: Um, for me, I don't know, like being an Indigenous person, an Arunda woman, always wanted to work where a place where we can pretty much empower our people and to give them a voice and pretty much, you know, encourage them. Like, we can all do, do what we, you know, we want to do and be who we want to be and achieve what we want to achieve. Show them, you know, if, like, if we can, you know, be role models for them and you know, encourage them, yes, you know, you, you can do it as well. So we do like a walk and talk um, process, like when we go into the communities, like um, just let them know who we are, and just hear in their stories what they want to achieve, you know, for their little ones' future. And it's good to go to a community that's that you're well known, and you know, just to break that little ice as well, just to slowly get out, get out, there and to encourage like everyone in the community, and, that, and show them yes we are achieving. So know something for our future for our little one's
0: future it would be remiss of me not to mention the current situation in regards to the pandemic well you, are there any boundaries at the moment in terms of early education uh, look I, I know that there are some issues in regards to teachers in primary and high schools but that's not what you guys are dealing with can you tell us a little about if, if there's any been any i suppose issues in in recent months
1: We take all the advice we we can get. Mm. We adhere to all the advice we we get. We are not medical experts as Mm. such, but we are experts in observing the failed policies of closing the gap. We are experts in observing the failed policies of prescribed solutions of yesteryear. The stolen generation is just a road full of broken souls, people who were taken away, assimilated, taught nothing but assimilation, and are sent back home with no one to connect with. By the time you get back home, um, all the people that you're supposed to connect with are gone. And that's a sad indictment of policies that exist. And uh, in regards to the current situation in relation to the virus and things like that uh, we don't um, we observe all medical advice in regards to that but mm. in relation to our lives uh, we really want to do something about it and um, to to prevent another uh, whole heap of generation of people um, falling by the wayside because there's nothing there for them.
0: Is there things that need to be improved that are yet to see a marked improvement in your time at Children's Ground in terms of education? Well, early one of education? the things
1: Children's Ground is very uh, proud of is that we give ownership and we give control and we give agency to the very people that need it. We don't sit back and prescribe solutions for them. We don't sit back and tell them how to live their lives. They tell us. Mm. We are servants to uh, the people we serve, and we do whatever we can in, in in whatever way we can to give those people agency, to give them a chance in life, to give them a voice in life, because not all roads lead to Canberra. Mm. You know, we don't get to sit at some magical table and have a, have no voice. We have no voice anyway, and so we want to speak up for ourselves because... Our our knowledge is embedded in our culture and our identity and unless we do something soon and the old people are still around, then we'll be able to succeed in that. But we're not um, sitting back and prescribing solutions. We let people tell us what the solution is, let people have their say in their lives. I don't live their lives I don't, I'm not there 24-7. Mm. They live their lives and they know the solutions. They know the answers. And sometimes the solutions are so simple. You know, it just it's not rocket science. Let people decide which direction they want to take in life.
0: Well, you talk about people, you know, you wanting to hear from people. What are they saying to you? What is exactly, exactly
1: that? Exactly they, that. They, they just
0: want to take control of their lives. They want to take to control.
1: They agency. feel empowered. Mm. As Corina has said, people feel strong because of that. At last, somebody is listening to me. At last, somebody is asking me, what do I want to do with this? At last, somebody is ac- acknowledging mm. me as a human being, not mm. just someone that, means a pay packet for them you know and that's the reality of uh, uh, the way Aboriginal affairs has gone in this country you know the more disadvantaged you are um, the, the bigger pay packet I get no that doesn't work with us you know
0: Will Turmouth Perina Anderson thank you both for coming into Kama and congratulations on your nomination in the Northern Territory Education and Care Awards Um, best of luck hopefully you take out the award
2: just want to say thank you for having us
0: I'd I'd like to
1: thank you also for giving us the opportunity and I'd like to thank the organizers of uh, of uh, recognizing us uh, for what we we try and do and how we try and do it and and bringing in the community as well as the families as well as the children Uh, and it's working We haven't had the opportunity of a full-scale model yet. We need government backing. We need government support. Uh, Whether governments want to change, that's another story.